Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Hi. Oh! <laughs> You said you ain't Gizzo. wanted no more. Oh, now you want to do it. I miss it. I miss it. No, that's thing? a fickle little girl. <laughs> you don't get it. You miss it when it's gone. Now it's gone. Hi. Everybody does that. It, they. I think it really brightens up a lot of people's days, so I take it back. I'm very sorry. Mm. It's necessary. Okay. See how Hello. these women are. Hi. How are, How you? are you? I'm fine. Doing well. I am really tired. I'm so sorry because this yarn is coming. Whoa. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I am exhausted. You've I'm been working I'm really hard. I'm just tired, man. I was up editing the music episode, the music of our lives, which when this comes out, it'll be a couple weeks old. I hope you people really appreciate all the hard work that went into that. <laughs> People were hype. It was wonderful. Thank you so Girl, much. Girl, that ain't even come out yet. You just, you better speak People it into existence. People were hype and dancing. <laughs> it's the most listened to podcast that we ever have created and they want oh. more of it. Oh. Oh. They got no more. Cost a well, fortune on iTunes. Never again. Get all the damn songs. Right? I was like, I got to find an MP3 converter. Steal this Whatever stuff from YouTube. Oh, God. Also, are we going to go into updates? There's nowhere else to go, Internet, but <laughs> I was fucking deaf over the weekend, like legit. So I had a really scary, it's going to sound really dramatic, but it was really scary. So. I have been complaining for like maybe a month, maybe a little over a month that I can't, I I was hearing differently out of my right ear and I chalked it up to playing music too loud in my headphones. So I was like, oh man, I have hearing loss. Like that's no good. So I went to the pool. I went to a pool rather during that heat wave. And I dunked my head in the water and immediately was like, damn, I cannot hear. So I was like trying to get the water out. And then I still just really couldn't hear. It just, it sounded like it, the sensation was as if there were like cotton balls stuffed in my ear. So then I'm like Googling everything, kind of lightweight freaking out, but not quite. And then I see like, oh, maybe I have swimmer's ears. So I go to the drugstore and I get these drops for my ear. There's basically alcohol. It's supposed to like get the water out. That's not working. Now my ear just feels like full of like gush. So I get Q-tips and I'm like trying to clean and get like stuff out. That makes it worse. Long story short... 
I'm like really freaking out. I decide to go to urgent care the next day because I was like, okay, I'm going to sleep on my ear and maybe let it drain or something. Woke up the next day, horrible. Did it hurt or was it just full? It didn't. There wasn't pain. It wasn't. A, there was a little discomfort, but it wasn't like an ear ache kind of thing. So I go to urgent care and I'm talking to the doctor or whatever. And he's like, okay, let me look in your ear. And he looks in and then he stops and he goes, do you use Q-tips? And I was like, yeah, clean my ears. And I, I'm like proud of myself. I'm like, yeah, I clean my ears. Like I'm not a dirt ball. And he said, he just looked at me and immediately was like, sis, you're not supposed to put Q-tips in your ear. Everyone's trying. We're all trying to get people to stop doing this. So I'm on like, I'm at my war with Q-tips. So basically for the last year, I have been pushing wax further into my ear, thinking that I was cleaning it out. And he said that my eardrum, this is gross, but it was so embedded and impacted with wax that I actually couldn't hear out of it. And so oh. when I went swimming, the water was trapped and it made it worse. Whoa. And that's why I couldn't hear. So they had to do ear irrigation oh, where they stick, so this, they stick this. They um, stick this. And what's crazy is I had been feeling dizzy, too. I was like, why? feel dizzy maybe i'm not hydrating right but he was saying was my equilibrium was off as a result of this and so they stick this thing in your ear and then it's attached to a spray bottle that's full of hydrogen peroxide and water equal parts and they just spray the shit out your ear and then there's like this little tub that sits under your ear that catches all the fluid and the oh, earwax. When I tell so you, it was so nasty. I was so embarrassed. And the nurse was like, don't be embarrassed, sweetie. You thought you were doing it right. No, that's not how you do it. So pe- people, please stop. Stop these Q-tips. Do not put Q-tips in your ear. Apparently, you're just supposed to clean the outside of your ear, but you're not supposed to go like in there. And then, of course, the question is, well, how do I clean my ears? So she told me to get a dropper and to do what she did, to take hydrogen peroxide and water, equal parts, and then every week, just four drops in your ear, and then go to sleep, let it drain out, and that will clean the wax. But nothing's supposed to go in your ear. So I just, I had, when I tell you, it was like quarter size amount of wax. (gasps) So like if you put it all together, that's how much it was. It was so nasty and I was so embarrassed. And then he looked and he was like, when it all came out, I still couldn't hear as well as like in the other ear. And so that really worried me. So he examined my eardrum. He was like, your eardrum's really inflamed. So you probably have a slight like swimmer's ear infection because that water got trapped yesterday. And he was he was just like your ear when your eardrum is inflamed, it doesn't vibrate at the frequency that it's supposed to because it's too thick. Mm-hmm. So once I have like these drops, these antibiotic drops, I have to put in my ear for the next 10 days, three times a day. And it's super uncomfortable to just have this liquid sitting in your ear. So I'm just annoyed. But I really am. I implore. yes everyone to stop putting q-tips in their ears and what's i'm so annoyed because i 
I came home and I told my sister, I told, like, I went on, like, a whole text spree of, like, stop putting Q-tips in your ears. And every single person was like, yeah, nah, I'm not walking around with dirty, waxy ears, so it's a dub. And I'm just like, y'all, like, he told me that I could have really permanently damaged my eardrum because if it would have all, like, having too much wax and having it impact like that, like, it could have damaged my shit. So... I am just grateful for the gift of sound. Yes. Hallelujah. Because I was really scared. Like, I was legit walking around for, like, a solid two days not being able to hear out of my right ear. Also and being it was dizzy. Damn. I had been. But I wasn't, like, dizzy all of the time. But I noticed when I would be at the gym or if I was running or if I if I looked at something and looked away real fast, it, I would get dizzy. Like, why am I getting dizzy? Charlotte had a buildup of wax in her ear. That's disgusting. That's, I'm embarrassed. Why that, did I tell that story? <laughs> what the fuck? That is the most relieving thing that, I mean, I wish I was there to watch that. I, I like that kind of stuff. Me too. That's why I watch Dr. Pimple Popper. Do you watch Dr. Pimple oh, Popper? Of course I do. Uh, it's my it's my jam. She's annoying. Like listening to her talk is really annoying to me because she like really gets off on this bimbo thing. Not bimbo. Let me not. Ugh, so judgmental. But like this airhead thing, I don't know if that's any better. But she's actually <laughs> really smart and I don't and she just loves to like flirt with the male patients and stuff. It's annoying. That she's like, popping girl. gigantic zits. Yes. I actually have that tool. Like one of them. You know like the the yes, thing the that you, you just dig into the skin. Drawn. Oh mm. my god, I have that. Oof. Yes. It's my jam. I actually love to pop other people's pimples. And did you ever pop your partner's pimples? Oh mm. my god, yes. It's my pop jam. Pop your partner's pimples. Pop that pimple. I wasn't popping pussy, but I was popping pimples, baby. Yes, real love. Real love. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you? My daughter is in her last year. Of the single oh digits. She is about to be, well, she is turning nine, but this, this, this is her last year. And then she's going, she's, she's becoming a whole human being. And That's so today so she told me, <laughs> so my daughter is a very observant, quiet when she first meets people type of kid. But when she's comfortable, she like wilds out and she has a crazy Really, really funny, really insightful um, personality. So she told me, and she's she's generally like that with kids too. Like she looks at kids, she feels them out, and then she's like, all right, we about to play. We about to play hard. <laughs> but she told me today, she was like, I stood up for my friend today. And I was like, oh, right. Oh. And so I was like, what happened? She was like, we were playing Uno. And, Kal- and I finally said something that I really wanted to say. I've been wanting to say this for a really long time. We were playing Uno, and Kal- this girl Kalia came over here, and she was telling my friend how to play the game, and she was wrong. And Kalia said to my friend, you, sh- you can't do that. And my friend was like, no, you can't do that. And JoJo was like, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> and then the girl was like, I'm not talking to you. And JoJo... <laughs> Puts her hand, like her little index finger up in the air and, you know, does like the black girl head roll and was like, but I was talking to you. Oh. 
<laughs> Yo, she said she'd been saving that. JoJo and the little girl was like up. really indignant and was like, ah, 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 and like walked away. I Whatever. Was like, oh, whoa, JoJo has come a f- long way since. <laughs> I don't know how to play with them. I know. <laughs> no, she ain't ready for those. Did kids. you ever tell that story? No, I I live okay. in the neighborhood where the kids is rough, and they out here cursing each other out, and they're like, you know, they they just come and correct at each other. They talk differently. The lingo, you know, JoJo's one of the few brown people in her school, so she's she's used to a certain way of interaction. So there's a playground across from my house, and so. We, took jojo out to play with the neighborhood kids and then you know they're just being kids but they're like like you want to play with us come here they're like aggressive. who are you they're supposed aggressive. to be they're a little more aggressive yeah. they're a little bit more aggressive and real <laughs> jojo was like oh <laughs> and <laughs> we were done playing she was like i don't know what they're saying <laughs> she like couldn't they was out there like using fucking deep deep ebonics and jojo was like i don't know what they're saying <laughs> But now she over here rolling her neck talking about, but I was talking, I was to, talking you. to you. Where did she even learn that from, <laughs> honey? Oh my God. You better, Jojo, she better be able to back it up. Somebody going <laughs> Molly Wap her. And then what? Then she will learn. Then she be, be ready. Like, okay. All right. That's what we do. That's what that means. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, she's. um. You're better than me. If I saw somebody Molly Wap my child, we fighting. I'm ready. Mm mm. No. Go ahead, Joe. I'm proud of her. That is because JoJo's and she like stood up for her friend. And her friend was like, Thanks, JoJo. She was like, Yeah, girl. There was this study. Which is true. So this this girl, Nana actually sent it to me, who's a fellow podcaster uh from that work bay pod I'm always talking about. And she sent me this article that was super interesting. Um, but basically there was this experiment and they sat little boys and little girls down separately. And it's not the doll experiment. Don't worry. But they serve the kids lemonade. But instead of putting sugar in it, they put salt in it. And the, the experiment was to see, like, what kids are going to speak up about, like, this ain't really right. And they the basically the, the conclusion was that the boys were the ones like, Mm-mm, this is nasty. Uh-uh, this ain't right. And the girls drank all of the lemonade Mm. to basically they didn't and you know they didn't want to um offend anyone they wanted to remain polite they weren't sure if they could speak up and it was such an indication of just our society and how we operate so i'm proud of her because she she definitely sometimes will just go along with the go along but i'm go ahead joe no better roll your She's I'm growing up though. Understanding these social dynamics, my nigga, like shit is wrong. <laughs> I gotta stand up <laughs> over Uno. Over Uno. First on top. of all, and she's understanding the complexities of the Uno and the mar- many variations that it can be played. She was like, "Well, no, not today, Uno not is today, ruining people's Korea. lives." Because Uno on Twitter is coming out talking about, no, you cannot do stacksies. You cannot do, like, draw six, draw four, draw draw ten, and then that person has to draw all of them. They were like, yeah, nah, that's not a rule. And people were flipping out on Twitter, mostly black Twitter, like, no, 
we're still doing stacks. <laughs> we don't care what you're talking about, Uno. And like the official Uno account was like arguing with people <laughs> over the rules. It's hilarious. You just need to like follow them. Venture on a Twitter at some point. It's there. It's there for you, girl. Uh, Shout out to Joe. Yeah, she's just growing up and being a big. And girl. she's wearing little bras now. No, they're just like little. Um, they're like little sports bra things. It's yeah. but she wants it. That's the thing that's so cute. Like last time I <laughs> I said, "Do you need that?" And she said, "Yes." So okay then, you need it, and I'm she I'm good with need it. That. <laughs> but it's cute. She's like, I need my bra. Okay. No, she's she's definitely invested in the transformation of girl to womanhood. Like she's mm-hmm. definitely like, yo, this is a thing. I'm here for it. I think I know how to prepare and I'm ready to show up aesthetically for this. And I'm like, sit down. <laughs> Not today. But yeah, okay. um yeah, Jojo's growing up. She's a big girl. Um, what else is going on? I don't have anything else going on. My ear hurts. <laughs> I can't hear, God damn it. I can hear. <laughs> I can hear now. Because God fixed it. I, there's a little culture corner note on the Instagram where I get all, a lot of my news and updates, unfortunately. Or fortunately. Um, I'm really excited for the new movie that's coming out by Melina Matauravska. I can't say her last name, but she is the woman, the director, filmmaker responsible for Insecure. And she did a little bit of directorial debut on Master of None on Netflix, Aziz Ansari, hmm. Lena Waithstrun, and she is a masterful music video director and won, I believe, a Grammy? A Grammy? I don't know. Do they give out Grammys for music videos? I don't know. She won some kind of a award of achievement for the um, Love in a Hopeless Face Place video by Rihanna. She's amazing. Oh. She is also behind... We Found Love. What? We Found Love. That's the name we of the We Found song, Love. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's also behind... Beyonce, many, many Beyonce videos, um, more than I can count. I think majority oh, of the Beyonce oh, okay. videos from Beyonce were by her. Upgrade You, Kitty Cat, Freakin' Dress, all that. And most recently, Lemonade. So she's a powerhouse, and I've been obsessed with her for a really long time. She she's knows like, how to film women really well. Yeah, I mean, she's just... That aesthetic of like minimalism and block colors and she's just dope. And she's like best friends with Solange. And if you follow her Instagram, I don't know Does what she it do is. Solange's her name is visuals? Melina. I don't know how to say her last name. The last name is Greek. Mastauska Mastaukas. Melina Mastaukas. Why don't you spell but anyway, it? M O U S T A K A S. She's dope. I just want to be like her. I really do. There's one person that I really, 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 really admire. And she has a new movie coming out. This is her first film debut, full-length film debut. And it's called Queen and Slim. Have you seen the trailer for it? No. 
Oh my god, Nancy, that's gonna be so exciting. Oh like yes, a I Bonnie have. and Clyde kind of thing. It's with Daniel Kaluuya, the guy from Get yeah. Out. Um yes, I have. and Jody Turner Smith, who I haven't I don't know who that is, but this is also her first um like first feature film debut. And the screenplay was written by Lena Waithe. So this this drone is gonna be lit. Like a motherfucker. And this is what it's about. I'm going to read it to you guys. I read this online. While on a forgettable first date together in Ohio, a black man, Get Out's Daniel Kaluuya, I don't know how to say his name, and a black woman, Jody Turner-Smith, are pulled over for a minor traffic infraction. The situation escalates with sudden and tragic results when the man kills the police officer in self-defense. Terrified and in fear for their lives, the man, a retail employee, and the woman, a criminal criminal defense lawyer, are forced to go on the run. But the incident is captured on video and goes viral, and the couple unwittingly become a symbol of trauma, terror, grief, and pain for people across the country. So if you mm. see the trailer, it has definitely on-the-run vibes, like Beyonce and Jay-Z's On the Run, which Melina directed, and it's like a new age Bonnie and Clyde, but for black people. And of course, it has like police brutality and racism and fighting back and resistance. And like, it it looks like it's going to be super dope. I'm super excited for it. And it's all in Melina's style. So, yeah, she just won a super prestigious award that Beyonce actually presented to her. Mm-hmm. But I just want to, uh, I think the name is spelled wrong. I just looked her up. I think it's Melina Matsuka, and it's M A T S O U K A S. Matsukas. And the movie, the new movie is Queen and Slim. So, everybody. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Edu slash podcast. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Black people are just taking over the fucking world and it might cause Yeah, she won an Alfie Lifetime Achievement Award. That's really dope. And she's like And she's only 38. Yeah, she's 38. Winning Lifetime Achievement Awards. 
That's crazy. She's super dope. Her work has been consistently amazing. And like, she's like making this whole aesthetic that everybody, myself included, is really attracted to. So check her out. And uh, that's my culture corner. Um, Fabulous. Keep going, girl. You on a roll. But today, we wanted to talk about, in connection to my my daughter, something really um, awesome that she experienced like two weeks ago by invite. A friend of ours, um, or a friend of Jolie's, who's like maybe 11 or 12, got her period. And her mother created a beautiful, beautiful ceremony, like multi-generational ceremony and called it a monarchy party, which I had never heard before. So I was like, malarkey? What the fuck is that? But it's a monarchy party. And it's to celebrate a young woman's first moon, her first period cycle. So it just got me to thinking about my own daughter, my own experience, and just kind of like the, the importance of ritual and tradition and initiation and I really want to create that for um, JoJo. And so at this young girl's party, she had a group of women, all again, all different ages, come. No, no men, except for like a little, little baby that was there, but basically all women. And they were all dressed in red, pink, or like a purple color. Mm. And they had drumming and dance and really great food like they had a chocolate fountain with um strawberries that they dipped in and I guess the young girl's favorite food was tacos and they had a moment where she had to walk into the group of women on a red um carpet kind of thing so she kind of like walked in and she was placed in the center and given a lot of attention and and all of the women went around and kind of gave her, her their first experiences with their period. And then mm. they gave her a blessing. And um, my mom and my sister went and they were super, super touched by it. And my mom was kind of embarrassed because she just didn't have the mindset. She wasn't taught to do that. So she was feeling kind of salty that she didn't provide that for us. And my sister was feeling some kind of way, but they were deeply, (laughs) deeply moved that, you know, Jojo got to experience and Jojo didn't think anything of it. Maybe when she gets older, she'll definitely like that. She'll have remembered that. Does she, does Jojo know what a period is? Jojo knows what a period is. She knows, she knows what it is. Um, okay. And I just thought, a period is, especially in our society, is like, you know, for us, a lot of women don't know what the fuck their period is in the first time, in the first place, like what that means, what their body is going through each month. And especially as young women, you're not necessarily given like the science behind it. Mm-hmm. What to speak of the acknowledgement of like, wow, this is, you are capable of bringing a child into this world now that you have this you know bodily function now this shit is happening and that's kind of like a a a a wonderful opportunity for like accountability 
well-wishing and kind of passing on and giving the tools to handle that responsibly and proudly and with knowledge. And so I just wanted to share, I just wanted to talk about that and see kind of what your first experience was with your period and um, do you understand what your cycle is and, you know, how, do you, what is your connection with yourself personally, personally and your, your, your cycle, Antoinette? Well, I guess, I mean, I didn't have anything like that. Um, I forget how old I was. It took me a while. I knew that there were girls in my class that had it. And I didn't yet. I think I was like in the eighth grade, which was pretty late for everybody else, I think. Um, but I remember I never went. We were we were always with my parents. But for whatever reason, my mom and dad, I guess, were both busy or something. And I was at my grandmother's house and literally we never slept over there, my sister and I. And I remember thinking, I'm going to get my period tonight. I remember thinking that because I felt different. Like I felt, I guess, like a pull of mm. sorts, like a like a very a sensation lower, and it wasn't necessarily. I didn't identify it as a cramp because I guess I didn't know what that was yet. It was like a pulling, and then I wiped, and there was a little blood. And I remember I went to my sister, and I was like, "I got my period," and she was like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> <laughs> like real dismissive, like you just want to be grown and you're not and I was like yes I did and so she I think she made me like show her the toilet paper or something and then we told my grandma and my grandma was like "Mm, okay and she kind of my grandma was this black woman very like she just old school and um She said, she sat me down and was just like, so you know what this means, right? You're going to have to be real good about cleaning yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it was all about cleaning yourself. Yep. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. I got to clean myself. Okay. And so <laughs> I remember, I think it was, it was hot and we walked to the store and she got me pads. I remember she came home and she called my dad and my dad was just like, okay. And you know, she told me how to use the pads or whatever. And that was that, like, that was it. And then I remember when I finally went home, my mom was like, you know, you got your period. So you know what this means, right? And I was like, I have to clean myself real good. And she was like, yes, that was Mm -hmm. that. And I remember my dad was the one that, I love him. He came up to me and was like, how are you feeling? (laughs) And I was like, I'm fine. And he said, okay. Well, congratulations, you're a woman now. And <laughs> gave me a hug and walked away. <laughs> and I remember, I think he might have asked me if like I wanted to celebrate. And I was like, no, what are you talking about? It was just this awkward thing. So you're going to give me a cake? Like, no. Which I guess was nice. But he he was so uncomfortable about it. It was like I was his baby girl and I got my period. He was just like, congratulations. And my mom is a nurse. So she's just very matter of fact. Like, listen, you need to clean yourself. You have to make sure yada, yada, yada. Tell me if you're in pain. You're not going to be using tampons because you're too young for that shit. And, you know, tell me when you run out of pads. Done. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even really did you know talk about what it with a your period girlfriend? was. Did, did no. you know your mom bled? Do you, do you ever remember seeing blood from your mom? 
I remember. I think, yeah, I think I remember. Yes, I remember because I was a creep. I was one of those kids. I really liked water. And so whenever she was in the bathroom, I would like be in there with her, like sitting on the floor, watching my mom and talking to her. And yeah. a lot of it, a lot of it was because she worked late. She worked night. So it would be her getting ready for work. And I knew she was leaving and I just got home from school. So I'd be sitting in there on the floor. Indians. Is that appropriate to say now? Indian cross leg? I don't know. Um, but they called it, used to call it Indian style. I don't know if that's Good catch, Internet. That's well, right. You heard Stay me. woke. Stay woke, my nigga. Woke meter. Do, 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 the Native do, 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 American do. indigenous style of the <laughs> healthy way of sitting to produce good bowels. Talk about it. Um, <laughs> no. So I was sitting there and I remember seeing that and asking her and she said, it's a period. And that was it. Like there was not a whole lot. And she'd be like, we talked about this when we watched the, the miracle of life. Women get Did one. And that was it. Was it's all very matter of fact. Did you? So you do you see your mom naked now? Is she like? Don't look at me. Yeah, you, you naked. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't have many boundaries, <laughs> especially <laughs> with my mom. So like, I I get offended. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm not getting out of the bathroom. The only time I leave the bathroom is if she's in there is if like her stomach hurts. And I'm like, all right, I'll get out. But like other than that, I'm we're sitting chilling. We're talking. I know a lot of women. I'm, I'm lying. All of the women in my life always their nudity was just like a thing. Oh. Especially, my mom was nude in front of me, but she would always make comments, negative comments about her body. I and remember that. Y'all not, psh, that's crazy. How she was fat. How she was this. How she was that. And I remember like notating that. Being like, oh, okay. My mom, you know, y'all know Bad Barb. She's just a wild ass hippie. And her sisters are very similar. So, like, being naked was always, women being naked around each other was always like a thing. But I know a f- jo- a thing one of JoJo's households. friends' mother, would you say? That's not a thing in most households. It isn't. JoJo's mm-hmm. friend's mother, who's the same age as. Her daughter's the same age as JoJo. And JoJo must have said to her friend, like, yeah, you know, I got a bra now. Mind you, she just has an undershirt. She has one of these, like, bra... Uh, what's it called? It's like uh, a crop top sport, undershirt. Sports bra. It's not like a cupped or even like a... Uh, yeah, a cutout, like a bra bra. But, you know, she showed her friend. And so her mom kind of stepped to me, like, yeah... So Jojo has a bra now. And I was like, I explained it. She was like, yeah, well, it prompted a conversation between me and her daughter. And she shared with me like that the this was the first time she shared with her daughter that her daughter was going to grow breasts and mm-hmm. hair under her arms and on her vagina. And I was like, and the girl was like appalled. And I was like, oh. She's she never seen see you, your mom. and she was yeah. like, "No," and I was like, "Oh," and <laughs> you're like, <laughs> like, "I walk around butt ass naked." We have naked in my house. Oh, not mind you, it's just me <laughs> and JoJo. But I was just like, "Wow, that's." I think that's really healthy. I don't think I it's do good too. to be walking around hiding your body of shame with like your daughters. I think it's really important. That and it gives information, like, "Yo, when mm-hmm. you get older, you're going to have, you know, this is what you're going. This is what you're going to grow up." to have yourself and like yeah that's interesting my cycle i have no recollection whatsoever of my interaction with my mom 
Wow. I think I was so deep with my friends. Like, my friends were my life. I remember a lot of my girlfriends were far more mature physically than I was. And I remember lying and say that I had started my cycle before I actually had. And then I was in the bathroom, and then I just saw this chalky brown stuff. And I was like, oh, shit, you know, and I was like, oh, I started my cycle. And I think a lot of my education came from me just copying what they did. But Mm. I don't remember at all any conversation with my mom or my dad whatsoever. And I must have been 12, must have been 12, 11, about to be 12, Mm. probably like 12 years old. And that's just a shame that we don't know. Like that, it's so Did you know what a period was? I knew that you bled and my mom, with her hippie ass. But what it's for. I guess I never knew that. I I didn't I didn't, I just knew it was like you're when you're older this thing happens but I didn't quite understand what it was somehow or other it, it rang bells you know I knew like oh you don't get your period then you're pregnant and I was like whatever that means I don't understand why but <laughs> whatever but I feel like there's a lot of women right now who have no idea why they bleed or like I think yeah they don't know what menstruation what the phases are of it they don't know yeah. I feel um, like, what are the, can you just go over the phases? Yeah, because I, I, go ahead. You I just want to make a note, an, similar to what you said, that has blown my mind to this day, that especially for black women, I guess from your, for your mom too, but in every conversation I've had of a black mother who has a daughter that's now menstruating or just started is, they, those little girls are dirty. They do not know how to clean themselves. And I'm always I wasn't told that. taken aback by, really? Like, that's I, what you're focusing on? That's what you're so worried about? Is your daughter not s- having, you know, having what is, just shame around it and the fact that, oh, if she smells, if she's funky, or if she bleeds through her pants, like everybody will know she's menstruating. I feel like, and I was like, that's so shameful. She's like the stinky girl that smells like fish, which I like. That's a thing. It was you know how to take care shameful. of yourself. It was absolutely. I remember. Look at how they package tampons now. Like how they can be so discreet. They can be so this. Da, 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 da. Nobody's supposed to know that you're on your period. Nobody's ever supposed. Like it's a whole thing. Look, oh, this it, tampon is now packaged to look like lipstick so that you can take it to the bathroom and it's no big deal. It's like, fuck that. There I'm on is my period. secrecy, yeah, all around it. Like to the just like you said, the fact we don't even know what the fuck is going on with our bodies. And so mm-hmm. I have been doing research for, for years now because I'm the daughter of my hippie mom and I was like, I ain't going on birth control. I gotta know how my body works. Got so him. I, <laughs> I'm telling you, I knew what was going on, but I couldn't control what the other person was doing. It takes two (laughs) to tango. That nigga don't respect your luteal phase or your ovulation phase rather than it's over. Got (laughs) him. But menstruation is broken down into three phases. And this is a very, very um, rough overview of this. So I know I'm a nurse and doctor doctor women and men are probably like, but you don't know what you're talking about. But to the best of my ability, I will use my interpretation and understanding and pronunciation of all these different phases so i'm sorry there's four 
phases. So there's menstruation where you're actually bleeding. And then there's the follicular stage where it is the release, kind of like the production of the egg where it's released from your um, hormones go off where it's like, all right, we ready to release this egg, to produce this egg and then release it and send it down and close to the um, to the uterus so that it can be fertilized if if you out here fucking with no protection. And so after the follicular stage follicular follicular i don't know the word but it has to do with follicle and it busting out of the follicle of the Folic- ovary I, um, follic- there's looks better. follicular there's ovulation and ovulation lasts for about four to six days um and that's when the egg is ripe and ready and available to be fertilized and ovulation is after you menstruate yeah after well, it's a phase, so the, all of these right. are like weeks apart, kind of thing. So yes, you ovulate. It's a cycle, so they all, you know, the they all lead right. into each other, and it goes round and round and round. Um, and then after you ovulate, and if your egg is fertilized, then different hormones are released, and it's like, all right, we about to have this baby. But if not, other hormones are released, which trigger the loss of the tissue and the breakdown of the egg so all of that perfect rich tissue material that is building up in ovulation then has to be broken down and that's called the luteal phase and after the luteal phase everything is kind of broken down you bleed and you menstruate and then it so goes it's your uterine wall it's part it of your uterine wall that you're shedding yeah the right. yep all of it comes down so this whole process and it varies for every d- differently for every woman, which is really important, is normally 28 to 40 days cycle. Mm. All of those four phases go all around and repeat every 28 to 40 days. And the fact that 28 days or 30 days is connected with like our lunar f- moon phases, the... Um, the the you know i don't know the word the filling of the moon and then it recedes and it goes along with you know our menstruation and the moon to me like that just blows my fucking mind i'm one of these unfortunate women (laughs) i won't say unfortunate i have a very short cycle so my cycle is usually between 22 and like 24 days so most months I will get a period twice. <laughs> wow. I'll get it at the beginning of the month and I'll get it at the end of the month. Not most months, but there are some months where it just works out that way. But I get a period quite often. And it's interesting because when I was on, when I had an IUD, it was regulated um, where I could feel when I was, because I didn't get a period. I would just spot. And I could feel like when my body was like wanting to shed this lining or whatever, but I wasn't necessarily doing that. But it was it was um, a longer cycle. It had like it wasn't twenty two days anymore. Yeah. It was like that typical twenty eight. Twenty eight. They try to mock the natural cycle of yeah, or a but, longer cycle. But yeah, again, that change that may change like. But we don't, we're not given this information. We're not given this information about all of these different phases. In all of these different phases, your body responds differently. So your vaginal fluid changes 
through all of these different cycles. And if we're not given that information, we often think that something's wrong with us. So mm-hmm. your vaginal fluid can be really thick and creamy. It can be really gummy and dry, or it can be really, really wet and watery. And all of that are indicating like, bitch, you about to ovulate. It's prime time. Let's go. Or it could be like, oh, you're breaking down or you're about to menstruate. But so many women, myself included, because I've always been one to be like, get a mirror and look down there. Since I was a young girl, I was always just staring at my Wait, you never, oh, okay, you did do that, okay. Yeah, all the time. And really, I would see these different fluids and I'd be like, oh my God, like something's wrong with me. It, it was always mm-hmm. shrouded with like disgust and shame. And then when I was sexually active, I was like, I have a venereal disease and I need to go to the <laughs> doctor. And it was always this fear and shame around it. But if I were given, like, by my mom the information, I would be, maybe I wouldn't have gotten, I probably would have, I don't know, probably would have gotten pregnant. Don't, anyway. don't put that but on bad knows? barbs. Maybe I, I wouldn't like, have gotten pregnant. No, I, you would have. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been empowered in a way that I wasn't until much later. And still, even now, I, I'm... I don't track my cycle the way that I should. Um, there was a you time don't have I an knew app? exactly how many days. I'm sorry? You don't have an app? No. I don't have <gasps> an app. Why? I just kind of have follow my body. Like, I'm like, oh, my breasts are tender and looking f- wonderful. Um, or I'll be like, oh, I need to watch a porno. I told you all about that. Oh. <laughs> I well, must I'll be say ovulating. There's, I use the Flow app, F-L-O. And it, I really like it because <laughs> you can, like, put in how you're feeling. You can put in, like, if you're – what kind of spotting you have, what kind of discharge you have. And it comes in so handy, like, when I do go to the doctors or I have – like, I had to answer – when I had that cervical cancer scare, I had to answer so many questions about my cycle. And I was like, if I did not have this app and, like, yeah. take notes – It's super important. It's so amazing. Like I was, I yeah. she was like, "When was your last cycle, uh, menstrual?" And I'd be like, "Oh, this date." I and remember it was, being like that. Yep. Yeah, I'm like super on it. I'm but not even sexually. If, imagine if active. we gave a young girl those tools. So by the time she's 21 or seven, you know, she's ready to start having sex. She's she is empowered because yeah. when often, especially women that are in relationships where they're like, "Yo, I am ready to have kids." This is how they have kids. They track their cycle for a good three to four months, six months. They know exactly when they're ovulating. They know and they ha- and they become pregnant. And then they use that same information if they don't want to be pregnant. So mm-hmm. this is, you know, a lot of people don't follow this and they just throw it to being hippy-dippy. But, like, no, this is like a serious... Well, um, I don't think people realize information that you can use as for for family planning. It's I don't to think people science. realize that you just you don't just get pregnant any day of the month. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, a window. I, I don't. I don't think. I think there's a lot of people that don't realize it. Like you get pregnant when you're ovulating. So I used to love to tell my partner like I'm ovulating. So FYI, I know I have this IUD, but I'm ovulating. So yep, <laughs> do something. It's wonderful do something a little different, (laughs) but I just, it's so, 
I didn't even talk to my sister about periods. Like we just never talked about it. It just wasn't a thing. It was like figure it out, navigate this. I remember when I first started using tampons and the shame that came over me with that from like Especially with black my folks. mom and my yes and they were like you using tampons why are you using tampons what are you doing and I was like wait what what do you mean I don't like this diaper <laughs> like that was my issue and then I used a diva cup for a little while which was Love really nice but that was difficult because I like shared a bathroom it was like a whole thing like in college I was trying to figure that out but and I also took Oh my God, I'm going off on a tangent. I actually took a menstruation class in in college and I wish I could remember half the shit that we learned, but it was all about, it wasn't about necessarily menstruation and the, the medical side of it. It was all about like society, how they viewed menstruation and it was taught by a man. And this man <laughs> was obsessed with, cycles and especially the the part of the the part of the month where a woman bled and he used to collect his wife's blood and paint with it yep that's a that listen there are rituals behind this it was it it's revered in a lot of um yes that was his approach like he thought that she was the most amazing thing it's full of stem cells it's like mm-hmm. some powerful shit. What you're bleeding out scientifically is rich. It's like the richest soil in the world. It's an egg. It's 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 the tissue that would fertilize and give life. Like it's not it's a people use it for stem cells and shit. Like it's no But joke. isn't that interesting how we're taught that it's something nasty, it's something to hide, it's something not to be proud of, it's something that doesn't empower you, it's like a weakness. Like, I'm going to Bali soon, and women are not allowed in the spiritual baths if they are menstruating. Like, it's written everywhere. Like, women who are menstruating need to, like, chill the fuck out and, like, be in the house. And I just, I I find that to be, it's just another way, and I guess this this male world has tried to oppress us and convince us that we're not magical. But some places don't. Some places revere it. Um, What do you wish your mom had done or whoever? What, what What do you wish you had experienced and what would you do differently for a young woman in your life? I don't know. I mean... I feel like my mom, I, I I don't know. I don't know how I would have felt having like a party. Because even my dad, like, I think he offered me a cake. And I was like, what are you talking about? No. Um, so I, I really don't know. I th- I would love to have like a very, if I do have a daughter or have children, to have like a very open, I would love to have something celebratory of like a rites of passage where it's not like the whole block comes, but, you know, people that she cares about and where we, t- you know, we can sit down and talk about, just talk it out if she has. But it, again, I wouldn't want to force that on her because it is, there is like a stigma behind it within society. And sometimes you can't control that. Like it might be a situation where your child is like, actually, I don't want this to be a public thing. This is private. And so I would kind of, try to gauge my kid 
um, but I, I, did, I felt so disconnected from my body anyway that I probably wouldn't have wanted that. So I was probably more comfortable with everybody just kind of ignoring it and me figuring it out, whether that's for the better or worse, in all honesty. The, the young girl was shy about it. Like there was definitely mm. a bashfulness about it. And my mom and my sister said that she was, you know, she was very humble and very shy, but she was also like soaking it all in. And I think it's a great opportunity to have women be celebrated and given attention to by other women and not by a man for how she looks or how she Mm -hmm. is sexually objectified in some way. But like celebrate girls and be like, yeah, you're powerful as fuck and your body's doing this thing. And, you know, we all went through it and take it in. You know, we love you. You're yeah. you're loved. You're seen. And you're a part of like this community of um, of women now. So I'm a force. I think it would have to. <laughs> right. I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> I know she's going to be nervous because it's just like, you know. But I think it has to start young. Like maybe does she see you bleed? Like does she understand? Yeah. And she understands it because I asked her like, what's the period? She's like, well, you're bleeding because you don't have a baby and the the egg has to come out. I love her so much. (laughs) She knows that. But I have I have yet to talk to her about sex. I need to tell her exactly what sex is. You're going to? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell her. Yeah, baby. I can. I highly recommend something. The Miracle of Life is my jam, and I think it's on Netflix. Okay. It was so helpful for me. It like goes, it it goes from like conception to well, actually, it goes from like, I think it goes from like puberty to it. it, You travel like with the sperm through the tubes. Do you understand? (laughs) Is it like clear that it's a penis and a vagina? Yes. And And then they show you a diagram of that. And then they even, and it ends with childbirth. And it's like, I think I saw that in high school. My mind was rocked. My mom, one of Jojo's friends, parents sat her down there, uh, Christian, and they like told her everything about the penis, mm. vagina, there was a book, there was, you know, I, there wasn't the act. They didn't tell him that, like, show the act, but, like, yo, these, you know, these two pieces come together and the baby's born. And they explained, I guess she asked if that's what they're doing, and they were like, yeah. <laughs> and she looked at him in awe, and she was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that wow. sweet? That's oh, so cute. wow. <laughs> wow. There's also I'm on Netflix now. There's a um, nine months that made you doc. I've never seen it, but that could be cool. It's a t- um, three part series. I feel like animals are also a good example. Like watching National Geographic and like them lions humping. I was like, what is going they on? They look so uncomfortable they, though. They I don't want. I I, I don't what you know. Said? I feel like that's still like fantasy land. Like, come on, let's show that. Let's really get in. If we gonna get into it, let's get into it. Not two giraffes rubbing Ew, against, up against each other. Giraffes having. Sex? I don't know. I'm just I saying. Like now, I want to see giraffes having sex. Actually, how is that possible? I know. That looks sounds so uncomfortable. <laughs> Shut up. But um, that's what I'm gonna do. I am definitely gonna do that with her. Um, and well, why? How are you definitely gonna do it? What if she doesn't want it? 
Well, I think she's already been exposed to this. I'm just going to keep talking it up. <laughs> if she doesn't want it, I'll respect it. You know, but I don't see why she wouldn't want her aunties. It's not, I'm, I'm not going to invite random people. I'm not. There's not going to be our men. <laughs> like we it's having a block like party. Me, my mom, her sister, her aunties, you guys, you know, her friends. I think it's great that little girls. I, I think this practice is super important. Like these kind of rituals should be passed down um, to break away and be examples of like to go against like the shame and all that, you know, and it being a, a disconnected experience and like she can have a baby. That's a great responsibility. You could mm -hmm. have a baby now. You can bring a child into this world. You need to be married before you have sex. <laughs> oh, God. Or you're going to hell, Jolie. Don't now put this do goddamn pad on <laughs> and wash yourself with soap, even though it may mess up the bacteria. Yeah, in the they're saying not to do that. Saying it messes up your pH. Very interesting. Yeah. But this is something that you can now talk to your daughter about. That we're learning, like you should, we should be giving the tools that we didn't have to them so that they can go forward and rebel against it. <laughs> oh my God. Continue. I can't stand you. <laughs> you think um, it's a game out here. But I just wanted to share, we all know, and again, I think it only builds on this idea of shame and curse. There are many countries around the world, and I would put America in that box where, you know, the period is this um, lonely, secret thing. So for a lot of folks, there's no sex is allowed. You're isolated. You can't be involved with religious activities and prayer and um holy places you're not allowed to be in mm -hmm. and for some places there's not even any access to sanitary napkins so yes that issue of smell that issue mm -hmm. of embarrassment that issue of having nothing to catch blood as it drips down your legs and stuff like i couldn't imagine that so women well, can't work my they can't mom, go to school my it, like, mom used their to life. go ahead use rags she told me she was like we didn't have pads you use rags you safety pin the rag in your um, underwear, and then you washed it out and hung it up to dry. And I was like, Aww. oh. That's why you say, okay. she was she on the rag? You ever heard that? That's why they say that. She's on the rag. That's where that came from, because women used to do that. I'm sure it's like she ended up getting tampons, I mean, pads or whatever, obviously. But like when she was real little, she was one of nine kids, so they ain't have it. <clears throat> Well, in some places, there is no access to it. And there's a really, really short and sweet and hella inspiring um, documentary on Netflix about India and these folks that are doing everything they can to create sanitary napkins, which also mm -hmm. create jobs for women. Um, and it's called Period, End of Sentence. Sen end of Sentence, Period, End of Sentence. is really good. You can check that out. Um, also, there's um, a woman in Philly, Maisha Ngaza. A lot of people call her Mama Maisha. Um, I met her at, at Freedom School, and she's an elder. But she has, there's a group of women, there's a tribe of women in Philly 
um, who are they're sewing. They're like making reusable um, menstrual pads, and yep. they send them to schools in um, Gambia and Kenya. Wow. And so she, they meet at Emotep Charter School on Tuesdays to do it. I don't know if they do it during the summer, but they are taking donations. If you're interested, if anybody's interested in that, like $5, $10, whatever. And they're in these really, really cute designs and they're like snap clips. So like you snap it to your underwear and they're like, they're, they're really cute. Um, but if anybody's interested in donating or getting hooked up with that, please just DM yes. me, e- email us, ATWCPod. Yes. I'll be happy to put you in touch with her because she's banging. Like, she's out here doing the real work. She got I- her sewing, her fucking sewing machine out and was like, okay, there's a problem. I'm retired. I got this. I, I just um, admire her. I'm also all down for, like, the reusable menstruating things. Like, I don't know why people are buying... I understand, but I've decided I'm not doing it. Because there's shame and they don't want to touch it. I There was like when people found out that I used a menstrual cup, they were like disgusted by it. I'm all for it. I haven't spent any money on a cup on like menstrual stuff in years. In years. What do you use? Do you use a menstrual cup? Yeah, I use a diva cup. Mm. And they have sizes for women that have never had a child and those that have. Mm -hmm. Similar to a tampon or a sanitary napkin, there are leaks. There are like, you know, it takes a minute to get used to it. And to um, figure out how to insert to it. Figure yeah. out how to put it in. There is the awkward um you have to get rid of the blood. So basically it just has some suction. You put it into your vaginal wall and by suction it it basically just kinda like moves towards your uterus and it won't leak. It just like goes up there yeah. and kinda does the little suction thing. Um, when I first put it in, put it in, I like had to give birth to it and I thought that I would never get it out of me and it was really <laughs> scary, but it, it was difficult, but I just prevailed and kept going and now it's super easy and it's, I figure out when I can dump it and it's easy to clean. Um, but yeah, you are oh, touching your blood, you are seeing your blood mm-hmm. and you are seeing how much blood you release and you're dumping it in the toilet and... <laughs> That's the, the only thing to consider about that is consider your circumstances. So if you are in a dorm room or a dormitory where you have a communal bathroom and that there isn't a sink in the stall, it's just something to consider or any kind of situation like that, that you will have to leave the stall and then dump this in a public sink and there might be people around. It's just something to yeah. think about. That was the thing that like was getting me because I was always in dance class and running around the city and I was like I don't yeah, really like to do that <laughs> I would prefer to have a sink in the stall and then like handle it but you know if your circumstances allow you it's a really great alternative and a healthier one yeah because these tampons these bleach tampons are a no-go and, and you can get them at like and they're expensive you can get them at um Whole Foods and Whole Foods also sells, you know, supposedly like tampons that aren't full of bleach. They're like organic ones. So maybe who knows? Um, And I just wanted to share two little anecdotes for folks, cultures that aren't shaming women. So in some parts of Ghana, West Africa, where a lot of black folks are descendants of. 
um, young girls sit under beautiful ceremony umbrellas when they begin menstruating. The family gives her gifts and pay her homage. She is celebrated like a little queen. And then a lot of indigenous native folks um, to North America, they live in close proximity and which I think is amazing. Again, when women live together, their cycles end up, you guys end up being on the same yes. shared menstrual cycle. Um, and during that time together, they practice different rituals and just kind of sit with each other. And they say it's a very heightened spiritual experience and uh, similar to kind of like the red tent of many different cultures where women were all menstruating together and they just shared. <sighs> They just got to rest. Really, yeah. they just got to fucking rest. Like, yeah, maybe they weren't going to the religious things and they weren't having any sex, but, like, they also didn't have to work or they could just rest. And that's... We don't do that. Um, what about... Do you get, like, a... Um, I'm. This might be a little bit off topic, but I just have a question for you. Or should I wait? I had a question around, like, PMS. Oh, God. And, like, the whole stigma around that, like, oh, this she's being a bitch or she's cranky or she's this. And it's very real. Like, I I can get irritable, but mostly I am I like to call it profound sadness because it's, like, a whole level of sorrow. That, and I know why I'm that sad, but, like, I haven't quite figured that out yet. And my sister actually sent me these PMS pills and like all these things that she takes because she suffers from terrible mood swings and stuff. I don't know if I should be saying it. I'm sorry, girl. But <laughs> she's helped. Like she's like cured herself. I don't know. So I'm just curious. Like I don't, I can't tell when, if, if and when you're menstruating. I think you can sometimes like, you sometimes can feel me out and be like, okay, she's a little, she tripping a little bit. I get really sad too, and it's mm. it, I it, it's hopeless for me. It's like hopeless. Nothing's working. Yeah, I'm just really, really sad. But then I also, and there again, that's why it's very important to have knowledge. I also can kind of do an outer body thing, like, bitch, you it's gonna be okay. You're also just meant, you know, you're also um, PMSing. You're about to get your period. Um, I think that that also is a perfect way to do the self-care things, you know, like be extra nice for yourself. Girl, get yourself the candy bar, um, you know, lie in bed, create some time that you can rest. There's some women that have terrible periods. I'm so mm -hmm. happy that I don't, but like debilitating periods. And there's I once no had space one for, for like them. a month and a half. They have to go to work. They got to take care of their kids. They got to like you know, hide it. Often some women are bleeding through their clothes. It's like, and it becomes a terrible experience. There's yeah, no space. I, I once had one for a month and a half and that was like, that was an indication that something was off and that's why I got the IUD was to like regulate it and because I had fibroids, like small ones. They're, they've since been shrunken. But I would say... There's a couple things that you can do for PMS. My, the main thing that helps me is sweating, exercise. Like as soon as I get some of these, I release some of these endorphins, like I can get myself out of it. Um, I really don't do well when I'm eating poorly. Like I know if I'm eating 
if I'm eating clean, quote unquote clean with like vegetables and like just whole foods and staying away from like nonsense foods, my period tends to be so much more easier for me to manage, so much easy, like so much lighter. My mood is better. Um, caffeine, alcohol, they say, try to avoid those things because they, they can really just exacerbate your your whatever your symptoms are for PMS um, and get your fucking sleep. Like that, your body's doing so much, um, and I don't do think you, I just don't think people do you, realize. Is, do you think your period is changing as you get older? Because mine is. I. I don't know. I'm still getting used to having a period. It's not even been a oh, year since I've yeah, because I had the IUD for years. So I, and if it was up to me, I'd still have it. So I'm still getting. I'm still getting, I'm still adapting, but I know that my PMS symptoms, and I think it could be an indication of a lot of different things and maybe me being very stressed out at work recent as, you know, before when it was like super busy, not getting enough sleep, not having time to exercise. And it, it is that hopeless feeling of like, what am I, you, I start asking, what am I doing with my life? Who yep. am I? You're ugly. And I definitely will say, though, I go up about uh, two whole sizes and my bras don't fit. I have I have specific clothes that I wear when I'm on my period that fit mm. Be- because when you're on I, your period. I bloat so crazy mm. when I'm it's like a couple days before and during where I'm just like out. I'm I'm significantly heavier or it could be body dysmorphia, but I, I thought that, but when my clothes weren't fitting and then as soon as I'm off, they fit again, it's like, okay, come on. Yeah. So, Another but again, key thing, exercise is the thing for me. I think that's very true. I, so whatever your self-care is, maybe, you know, me, I want to eat like French fries and I will talk myself into saying like, girl, you deserve this because you about to bleed out of your vagina. But also, <laughs> I also know... That oh my god! The the better I eat and take care of myself, the shorter my periods, the less cramps mm-hmm. I have, and like, you know, it's just a breeze. So that's very true. You're right. Psh, shit, your body always wants you to do everything. Um, but for those that are suffering very badly and have never thought that there was an option, maybe you should really tap into um foods. What foods could help with that? Um, mm-hmm. I know sugar is a huge culprit for fibroids. It's just like the worst thing you can do, but that's a really hard thing to give up. So, yeah, I understand if that's po- not possible. Another thing, another s- sexy thing. Also, sex on your period is a thing, but I'll never forget. Like, there's nothing better than when a man, your partner knows your cycle. And I'm just like, wait, what? And, you know, they could be far more attentive. Like, I just love the fact that I've had partners that were attentive enough to be like, yeah. if, I, if I was upset, to be like, you're, you know, I know you're, you're about to get your period. Or they'd <laughs> just be just as concerned, just like, are you, are you going to get your period? I know your period's coming. It's been blah, 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 blah. And it's just like such a, f- a fun thing. Yeah, there's this guy at my job who he's like super progressive. 
he's banging and he has this girlfriend um, and I was over at their house and they were having like a big cookout and she got her period in the middle of the cookout and she was like super open about it. And he, he just took it upon himself to like go upstairs, put the heating pad on for her, run her bath. Like he's just that guy. He also like picks up the birth control for her. He'll go and be like, Oh, I have to get tampons for such and such. Like, that yes. is so supportive and so great and Men. such a turn on. But yes. you also said something earlier where sex on your period. I have no problem. Like I'm, I'm actually offended if a man <laughs> is like, I'm not having sex with you on your period. Like that really offends me. <laughs> and I don't necessarily want to have sex with you when I'm like super heavy. But no. just the idea of you, you plural, but just the idea of like this human being fine with like entering my body, but like not okay with what my body does. And like me as a woman <laughs> and like being scared of that is, it's just really interesting to me. I always saw it as a rejection and yeah. as like someone who's not very progressive or someone who like doesn't understand how sacred that is and how powerful it is. And not saying that he should be like painting with my, with my menses. Like I don't need that. She well, said, like, "Menses, put a clap in right there. You boop, better boop, put boop, a clap boop. in <laughs> with my menses." Bitch said, "Menses." I told oh, you I took that God. class, honey. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I we could put a towel down, or we can go in the shower because I don't know about any. Uh, there's a lot of women who are down. very horny on their period. Yeah, like very. Yes, get it popping. <laughs> Like, I don't yo, like to do we when have it... natural lubrication. And I'm not having sex with like random Bob or like John or whoever the fuck that Khalil's. I'm talking about like my man. Who Khalil? I hate you. you remember <laughs> Khalil White? Yes. Khalil White. I gotta look that up. Is that a living single bull? No, I think Khalil White is um Steve Urkel. Is, oh, who was who was the boy from Living Single who um Khadijah was with for a little while? Remember him? I think his name might have been Khalil on the show. And he Actually, had the like I don't know who Khalil White is. I just Googled it and that's not who Khalil White is. No, his name is Jaleel White. Wait, <laughs> are you looking at this guy with the <laughs> selfie? Because I Googled it too. <laughs> He's got the selfie in like the car. I was like, wait a minute. That's the type of <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of social media niggas that Yo, oh, that's the kind God. of dude that I'm like, this is I don't need you. What was Khadijah's man name in Living Single? I Somebody fucking tweet that or know. DM us. They'll know. Khalil, but anyway, Khalil I digress. White. <laughs> Y'all gotta White, Google Khalil White right you? now and see Please. this nigga on the second row, <laughs> far left. <laughs> no, he's first. He's oh. it's the first picture that's taking no, me I, out. The peace I sign. Don't, the one the right under it is what's making me upset. Let me see. Oh. <laughs> You guys, this please Google Khalil. Oh no! Google earring. Khalil White and fucking go to White. Google Images and get it's your on entire. MySpace too. Jesus. Oh, it's on MySpace. I live. Do you see the LinkedIn bull? Top ten Khalil White profiles on LinkedIn. You see him? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's wilding. Anyway, we. Dig- I don't remember what I was saying, but basically, I'm trying to have sex on my period. If you. Want to. <laughs> it's- we got I, to be completely honest, I Don't haven't had one me. man 
because I've been fucking like 766. Just kidding. Yeah. But in any of the partners, I've never had somebody be like, um, actually, that's disgusting and you need to be in a hut. <laughs> Have you dated? <laughs> this is going to sound messed up and I'm not trying to make it sound messed up, but I'm just curious. Have you dated any like Caribbean men? No. Have I? There is mm-hmm. a thing with Caribbean men I find and it's like a it's like they have a some of them have a thing around periods like, like very strict like yeah it's go. very nasty there are some caribbean men that are like yeah nah and it's just like a thing it's like you either get the ones that are like oh i'm still trying to even give you oral sex or oh. you get the ones that are like yeah nah we don't do that like and have- it all depends on like what they're upbringing is but like it's it's very there's a very me can't do it (laughs) me can't (laughs) me can't and other guys are like jai rastafari that is (laughs) i tell food (laughs) i tell (laughs) oh my god internet hate you have you ever let anybody absolutely not absolutely not now that's like i'm like no, I know. I don't. I don't even want to, cause I want to like kiss, and I, I'm not even trying to do that. And my sheets are white. Like it's a whole thing. <laughs> my whole bedding is white. Everything's wow. white. I That's just can't. A, that is a process. Have you? No. Yeah. No, but I've heard plenty really people interested. say that. I mean, it depends. Like a full on day, like day one. I don't want to have sex. Yeah. I just don't want to. It's just like, damn. Or maybe, maybe I have. I'm lying. But most of the time I don't want to. But like that second, third day, you know, I could stop playing. Exactly. Like, let's get it crack up. Put that towel down, my nigga. Let's go. I love that. Put the towel down. I need to buy just like a purple towel, red towel. (laughs) Red light special. Um, Is that the music for this? Red light. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. You kind of ruined the surprise, huh? That is good. Anyway, listen. Do you have a takeaway? Um, I would say the takeaway is you're amazing. Your body is amazing. Treat it as such. Educate yourself. Educate your daughters. Educate your sons. Educate your sons. These niggas, you got know, because these Negroes, they gotta know too. They, they gotta, gotta know learn. how. Yo, <laughs> and it they they will get hella cool points for, and then like it it'll help with some of the shame of like little boys being like, oh my god, ew. I just remember little girls having to go home from school and shit. It was like not that deep, but I yeah. Like, Yo, baby, you want you luteal phase, baby? I know that uh, tissue's breaking down. You can't get pregnant. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> I'm so you happy you don't have a son. Face? Like, you You think that egg is ready or not? Nah? Like, what you do? And she's going to be like, yes. Actually, let's go. And then, you know. I thought this episode was about to be just about traditions in general, not all about periods, but I'm with it. I fuck I mean, with this. You I think did, this is you're a, doing I God's think this work. Is important it is for women in terms of a tradition. 
and passing on. This is one of many. But, yeah. and I w- I'd be really um, curious. And I asked my artsy boy about this, but like what kind of sexual um, ritual or like acknowledgement would be great for a young boy? Like how do you acknowledge his passage into, hey, you can get a girl pregnant. You know, this is very important. Your body's changing. We see you. Your voice is getting deep. Um, you pr- balls are got a little bigger. Peach fuzz and on you. I know you're your touching chin. yourself. We oh, see you God. and we love you. It's all these <laughs> socks that are all stiff and hard. Ew, gross. <laughs> Ew. And uh, you know, we. I think that's, that's why real. I think it's most important. Is like. Making change and growth natural and like and every step of the way, I want Jojo to feel seen and held and loved like every step of the way. Like we, you're changing. I'm going to give you the, as many tools as I have for you to like get through this. And we're doing it in community. You're being watched, you know, in every kind of step of the way, not just like graduation and prom. Yeah. Do you feel like feel she like would come really to you? Generic. Can you hear me? Things. What you say? I don't think you can hear me. <laughs> um, do you think she'll come to you when and if she has questions about her body, about anything, what she's feeling? Because I distinctly remember telling my mom there was something wrong with me. <laughs> this is embarrassing a bit. But I was like, I think there's something wrong with me because there's this thing down there that's pulsing. And she was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> And she, she literally was like, Jesus Christ, that means just means you're a horny. Shut up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And she said it in front of my sister. And I don't think my sister even remembers that. But I remember thinking, I will never ask this bitch another question oh. again. That's horrible. And I was like, how am I horny? And I have no idea. Like, I'm not. But that's what she told me. She, she was, was like, like, bitch, that's a kegel. All right. No, it's just, you she was like, it's your clitoris. You don't even know what that is and you don't need to. Oh. Like, All right. You're like, I Good keep time. humping my teddy bears, mom. Like, I love <laughs> I my teddy bear. We are so close. Sitting there. Like, I, it's my, it's my I man. was literally just sitting there as like a kid. And I just remember thinking, like, there's something wrong. And I went to her and was like, I mustered up the courage to ask my mom this question. And that was her response. I was like, yep. We're done. Never again. Do you think JoJo would come to you about that? And if so, how would you answer that JoJo question? JoJo is real, like, she got her shit to her, too, where she's like, you know, heavy things she also doesn't always want to talk about. Mm-hmm. She's going to be 20 and listen to this podcast and be so mad at me. Oh, my <laughs> God. She's going to be so upset with me. But my sister... um gave her like a really great practice and you go to each part of your body and you thank it. And so when we went, got to the part of like her genital areas, I was listening to how she was acknowledging it and thanking it. And she was like, you know, I think she said like go to the bathroom and have babies. And I was like, and also giving us pleasure. Like that area of our body feels really good. And she like, Oh, 
She was, I think she knew. She's like, but how you know? How you know that it feels good to you too? <laughs> I think she kind of <laughs> looked at me like, oh, that that's something we could. Oh, she looked up at you like the yeah, check in. Yeah, she. Like, I saw her energy kind of shift. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Oh, so that's you getting that is that too? so because sh- I am. <laughs> oh no, don't. Okay, this is I can't. It's little JoJo. Do not upset me. No, I mean, yeah, I, I really hope that she can talk about it. But she's such a little girl too. But like, who knows? She may have a favorite teddy bear in there that you know, like that's her boo. But also, I don't think so. And she's going to be twenty and hate me for this. So I'm sorry in advance, Jolie. Everything's Child. it's nature. It's nature, baby. <laughs> <coughs> God bless this little girl. Make sure you send this to her in like 10 years. See how she feels. She like, what the fuck is a period? <laughs> she better not sound like that. <laughs> she is. She telling people like, I was talking to you. <laughs> and she's, she's gearing herself up to be trilingual. Fluent. Oh my God. All, All right. Things. We said a takeaway like 15 hours ago. Take. Uh, are, do you have a takeaway? I told you. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't remember. I think I just feel like um, <laughs> these things are important to honor, celebrate, also to hold these little girls accountable. Like you can have a baby, and you know, you know that it, know it's that serious, um, and engages the community and um, the feelings that we're not alone. We're passing on the tools. Amen. Like thereof. So, shout out I hope to the everybody period dips party. their hand in their blood and puts battle scars on their cheek. Cause <laughs> come <worries>. on, you're <laughs> done. You're done. Okay. On a full moon, butt ass <laughs> naked, walking around the house. <laughs> Let's go. I just this has nothing to do with the topic, but I just want you to know that somebody sent me a link saying that one of the members in Sade's band is saying that a new album is on its way. I just wanted to share that with you specifically because I know how much you love her. So maybe you can paint, do some body paint in your menses when her album comes out. Yes, like dance around and make it and a ritual. cry and just and cry. <laughs> just hold and myself. And JoJo cry. could just sit there and watch and you. Like, do it with this you. Could you imagine? <laughs> this bitch is crazy. I don't know why I chose her. <laughs> I could have been anywhere else in the world, <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> I can't have a mother that is discreet and <laughs> private, quiet, <laughs> fucking graceful. Oh, my bitch. God. All right, oh, that's werewolf. it. All right, well, everybody, please. Also, I need everybody to Google Khalil White because... <laughs> <laughs> Google Khalil White, yo. These men out here. What was that guy's name for real? Taking selfies. It's gonna yes. drive me crazy. Look at the dude with the Khadijah? Minute Maid bottle. What in the world? I Wait, how do you spell Khadija? What was her last name? Khadija Living Single. Khadija Living Single Boyfriend. He was fine. Yeah, he had this. He looked like a big bear. He looked like a big Lion King. Yeah, but not the one be. that like she was about to marry. Oh, oh the other God. bull, not the um. God, Jesus, be offense. Jesus. All right, I'll figure mm-hmm. it out. Informed. Anyway. All right, Internet. Well, thank you so much. I know you're tired. Um, appreciate I am. you. And appreciate you too. That was great. I hope 
your coming menstrual cycle is wonderful. Thank you. Oh, wait. Khadijah Jones has lots of love. Hold up. What? I'll have to get the scoop. I'll send this to you. Oh, my God. Wait. He was also on Girlfriends. He was old girl's baby dad. <sighs> Come on. Shanti. Oh. You know who I'm talking about? Girlfriends. The fact that we're Googling this on the recording. I know it's people yelling in it. They got to be telling me right now. I just don't hear them. Girlfriends. Who was the baby dad? The baby dad. And he was fine. Wait, you know she did. Oh, Morris Chestnut was one of our men at one point. What? Uh, anyway, girlfriend's um, TV show. This is annoying. I'm annoyed. We need to do a living single uh, mock photo for our friendship group. Why would you tell me? All right, we gotta go. This is uh Khalil Kane. That was his name. I know it was Khalil. Some shit. He used to be fine. And he has my mom's birthday. God bless him. Where'd he Ooh. go? All right, crack the case. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. You have listened to the Superior Podcast. You may now go on to listen to Inferior Podcast. Please rate and subscribe. And please send recommendations, things you'd like to hear that you no longer want to hear. Internet, where should they send that to? <laughs> you better <laughs> learn this email. ATW Pod. At gmail.com. A-T-W-C pod. C. Around the way <laughs> girls. Pod. For podcasts. Uh, at gmail.com. A-T-W-C. It's an acronym. All right. Okay. And with that, we are out. Because Shanti doesn't like to say it anymore. We are. So. Thank you so much. God bless. Goodbye. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs>